Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Embody Podcast. It's great to have you here as always. I hope you are doing very well or that you're finding whatever you need for yourself in this time. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration, and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. I want to start off with something very special. I recently got connected with Rachel McKee, who is a Colorado-based entrepreneur and writer and designer. And she created an oracle deck with a book that focuses on women of our time. So Rachel, I would love to hear from you about your deck. And uh, sounds like you're pulling a card for my birthday for this month. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Candice. Thanks so much for giving me a minute to talk about my new project, Messages from Her. Messages from Her is an oracle deck and history book. It celebrates the lives of modern world-changing women like Malala, Frida, Beyonce, and many more. I know it's your birthday month, so I thought I'd pull a card for your birthday. So the card I pulled for you is Oprah, and Oprah's quality is divine channel. And here's the passage. It says, it's time to get tapped in. Tap into the force in the universe that bestows gifts upon you and brings the lessons that you need to evolve in this lifetime. Connect to and trust in a higher power. It doesn't matter what you call that higher power. It's here waiting to support you in your endeavors. Open to its signs. Hear its call and radiate its inspiration to the world. You are here to uplift humanity and that higher power is here to help you. So happy birthday. Thanks, Candice. Thank you so much, Rachel. I love that you pulled a card for me for my birthday. I appreciate that so much. And Oprah, definitely going to be... Um, keeping my eyes open and just feeling into her energy and the divine channel that you are sharing here with me. Um, absolutely, just believing in that higher power, whatever it's called to me, to you. That's something that I'm always wanting to connect with. So thank you so much. And thanks for sharing this beautiful Oracle deck. Uh, if you don't know what an Oracle deck is, or if you have worked with some before, I think the really cool thing about it is you can just pull a card and see how that can support you in the day um, or in the week or in your life. And it seems like there are just many beautiful messages here from so many women across time, but more so in the modern times that Rachel is highlighting. So the Kickstarter for her project started on March 8th last week, and it goes on until March 31st. So you can support her project and receive some gifts 
Uh, you can support with just a few dollars. If you pledge five dollars, you'll get a three card spread sticker, or you can support the project and receive the whole deck and the book, which I think is going to be fantastic. So you can go to her website at messagesfromher.com, and that will all be linked in the show notes here if you want to support her Kickstarter. It is just perfect timing for International Women's Day, Women's Month. So happy International Women's Month, and what a way to celebrate it. And what a way to celebrate it continually in our lives to highlight just the many qualities of the feminine, of women who embody both feminine and masculine, and trans women who are included in the deck. So check it out, messagesfromher.com. And I can't wait to get my deck and pull a couple of cards for us on the podcast. So just in line with this announcement and this month, I wanted to do which I hardly do things, you know, according to other people's timelines or like world timelines. But this time I wanted to do something special for International Women's Month with the um, sharing of Rachel's project. And it's that I want to talk about lineage and mothers in our line, women in our own ancestral lines. As many of you know, I do and facilitate a process called family constellations, and sometimes it's called systemic constellations, and also nature constellations is part of my work as well, working with nature. In that process, it's experiential, and it's connecting in with the energies that are often underlying our family dynamics and our own lives, which touch into every facet of our lives, our physical body, the way we feel and walk in the world, the way we feel about ourselves and the messages that we've received, the beliefs we have and the ways that we we live. And so much of that is connected with our ancestral line, along with other facets of who we are that seem to, for me, in my experience, seem to layer and become iterations. So like past lives can often find its crossover in the same kinds of dynamics or feelings, states of beings, states of beings, states of being and beliefs that get woven into the fabric of our soul and what we experience in this life. And also our more universal or galactic or multidimensional experiences, whatever you want to call them, there's a different sense for each one. And speaking of family, it's not everything, but it can be a large piece. We can inherit different beliefs, ways of being. We can get tied into certain dynamics where the soul of the family remembers something and wants it to be seen and integrated just like our beings want us to be able to integrate every possibility, every way of being, every emotion or experience so that we are in our fullness, in our state of all possibility. That is who we are, all possibility. 
So to have all the tools, to have all the ways of experiencing that, it might not be all for us in this lifetime, but it can be part of our entire process. Whether you believe that or not, what I want to share today is a bit of uh, kind of like an experiential to just get in touch with ancestry and the mothers of our line, but all of our ancestry, and to talk about how our ancestors were the foundation for our lives, and that there's a way to honor the lineage that you came from, whether or not you like the people in it, whether or not you get along with your ancestors or your parents or whoever brought you into this life, there can be a way to honor that and bring it forward, bring forward what feels resourceful and strengthening for you. And also to honor what perhaps was inherited, what what you inherited, and to know that you can do it differently. I often see that for people we're fighting something within ourselves. We're fighting some way of being that we learned growing up, that we learned through our parents. And we say, I don't want to be like them. You know, maybe it's the way that um, someone has a certain temper or a certain kind of coping that got passed down in a way that you behave that actually sabotages in your life. For me, it was how hard my ancestry worked to make a living and how hard they emphasized hard work, that hard work was everything and that you needed to work hard for everything. And so I did, but actually that made me suffer and it wasn't really my way going forward. It wasn't the expansion for me, but it was for them. So this episode is really about What are the ways that your ancestral line, that the people before you, that your parents and the people before them, your grandparents, et cetera, what are the ways that they expanded in their lives for them that created the foundation for your life to go forward even more into a larger expansion? And that expansion could be into freedom and sovereignty, into loving, into something more, whatever that is in your life. That life, that soul, that spirit is leading you to. And so what is it that you inherited, perhaps? Are there things you inherited that you might feel like are limits in your life? What was expansion for our parents? What was growth and helpful or a way of survival and an adaptive measure or an adaptive skill or thought or way of doing life could be our limitation. It could be what sabotages for us in our lives because we're meant to grow further. But what doesn't help is to recognize you're meant to grow further and to reject what your parents and family system did. 
maybe there are things to say no to. But are there things to honor that actually were growthful for them? That you did have some of growing up or did have some of at some point in your life, but wanted or did or are moving beyond. And so instead of a an approach or a relationship of pushing away and rejection or dishonoring or disrespect, we can turn it over to loving, to respect, to honoring, or at least acknowledging and recognizing. You don't have to do this, but what I find for myself when I do with different facets of my being or my experience, I actually feel much more whole in myself. And it's it's similar to accepting a part of me that I see through them. So when I reject that part of me, there's something in me that feels attention. There's something in me that rejects myself. And by honoring what they brought and then seeing that I'm the extension of expansion forward, I can not only honor myself and honor them, but also take for myself more to go forward and more ease to move forward into the unknown world. Have you ever heard yourself think or say, well, this is how it's always been done, or this is what I was taught, or this is what people do, or this is what my parents taught me. And to feel like you might not know a way forward that's different or a way forward that um, could feel even comfortable because it's so unfamiliar. This is what I'm talking about exactly. What are those ways of being that seem so ingrained, but that there's a part of you yearning or aching to shift into something different, something that doesn't even make sense in those paradigms, but makes sense to some part of you in another form or another way? Several years back, I was straddling these two worlds of working hard to make money and working easy or working smartly. And it was a shift between the very manifest physical realm and working hard in that space to an energetic realm where I could feel transformation happen instantly but I had to learn the tools to work with my energy, to open up all my channels of feeling sense and emotions and navigating the energetic world in me to be able to transform something easily and to believe in it or to see it in action. And I remember thinking, how can I denounce this idea of working hard? Like, isn't that a good thing? So there, there are often things that sound great or maybe that society values as well but they may not be for you 
anymore or at this time in your life or for your being to move forward. And I could feel that working hard was actually making me suffer. And while I did do it on many levels and I did achieve things and I did accomplish to a large degree what I wanted, I felt really empty and then fatigued and exhausted. There are other reasons for that. Like I was living on many belief sets that left me drained. But this piece of working hard seemed to be no longer an energetic vibration that I could stand behind or or live in. And working easy, working with my energy and letting letting myself come to natural and easeful action was so much more for me. It is so much easier, so much more natural for me. But it did cross my mind, like, oh, my grandma worked so hard to make it in the United States. My grandparents, they worked at a restaurant and they worked more than 12 hours a day some days, most days probably. And then they'd come home and do all that work and never hired anyone hardly to clean their house or do anything for them. And here I am and I want more ease and I want to be supported in different ways. Am I allowed to have that or is am I worthy of that? Am I okay to do that? Is this the way, is this okay? And I arrived at yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> and that this is a different life. They supported an expansion that working hard was really powerful. It really gave them what they needed and felt satisfying. And that created the groundwork for my life to be much easier. There was some guilt, like, if they worked this hard, shouldn't I? And I think that's at the core of a lot of it. If there's a, a guilt or a love or a loyalty towards a way that your ancestors did it before you, that keeps you doing it the same way, like, I'll do that with you then. If you did it this way, I'll do it with you so I can stay with you, so I can love you. We might do that unconsciously with our bodies. but they already did it and we don't need to do it again. They may tell you that you do need to, but perhaps there is an expansion that is all yours, that would be your growth, that would be your new adaptation or your alignment. That's not the same way they did it. And that is completely okay. And it's the continuation of the loving that moves through each person and through to you to be your own individual that is also part of this family. Even if you've denounced your family or you have struggle with them, I wonder if there's something that could be honored. At the very least, somebody got it right to get you through for you to exist in this life, even if it's just to give birth to you. For some who are adopted, it 
some people who are adopted describe their lives as I was given away by my biological family. And in family constellations, I've heard it a handful of times where the right or the healing statement is you were given a way to live, a way, a way forward. And to focus on where the loving was in that action or the protecting was in whatever circumstance ensued. So if you think about the things that you've learned from your family system or have just been woven into the fabric of who you are, like don't speak up or get too loud or you'll be in trouble or it'll be dangerous. Work hard, that's the only way to get somewhere. Or you know, don't go outside the lines live modestly. All of these things could be unspoken or spoken. They come from experiences of our ancestors and how they protected themselves or expanded. And it may have really worked for them. It obviously worked enough that you are alive and you're here and you're part of the living, the living ancestry, um, the living energy of the ancestry. So something that may have made sense in their um, experience or their context may not make sense in yours anymore. It's like things need an update. Sometimes things happened or they had ways of being that were out of survival and um, perhaps devastating things happened. And to know that you're not in that kind of survival anymore, not the same kind, can really make a difference to the nervous system of the family system. Any beliefs that were formed to protect from further hurt, like some of the ones that I got were like, men always hurt you. Stay away. Don't get married until, don't get married early or you won't be happy. Um, the truth is that everyone's life is different. And those were the beliefs that maybe protected my mother or protected other women in my family system. But they don't really serve me. And they don't make sense in my context. I do believe that every way of doing things, every coping, every um, action is a tool. There's no right or wrong way, but there are ways that work for certain experiences and not for others. Sometimes survival experiences call for things that are necessary, but that if there is safety, you wouldn't necessarily use, or if there are other resources. I believe we're in a time where we're seeing that there is every resource within us to create the abundance that can be the world around us. We're coming out of survival in some spaces, in some parts of us. So in some cases, you may feel like you have more to honor or less. There may be many things you could honor that were growthful for your lineage. 
and have supported you in your foundation. I wonder if religion or spirituality comes into play for you on that money, a way of connecting with work or relating to people, relating to yourself. If there are beliefs that you're ready to shed that you could also honor as what came before you that paved the way for you to go beyond that and go into your own space of alignment. And maybe it's not something that you can just manufacture in the moment, like maybe nothing comes to you right now. Maybe it's just something to keep in mind when you find yourself perhaps feeling frustrated that this is how things are. And maybe it could lead you on a trail of seeing that maybe that came from your ancestry and that was helpful then, but there are new territories, new spaces to inhabit, to get to know new energies, to be, to to work with. I had someone share with me how their parents have had given them a very good amount of money to start life off with. And they wanted to give that same amount or more to their kids. It was such a gift. And that there was a feeling that if they didn't do this, then what would their accomplishment or contribution be? What maybe they wouldn't have done a good job in their lives if they weren't able to give the same amount of money or more. There was a desire in this person to follow what their heart called them to explore in their lives. And that brought a fear of not having enough money or not being able to make that money because that person didn't quite see a way to do that yet sometimes we just see the breadcrumbs of what's next for us and we take a trust leap into that world into that into that thing that is calling us and we fear that we won't be supported financially in what we love or in what our calling is in that moment but i wholeheartedly believe that we will be we are Sometimes it's our perspective on money that's relative, like how much we need, how much we think we need, how much we actually need. Sometimes having so much abundance is extremely important. To know that we can be abundant can be important. But what I do see is that when we follow what our inner alignment tells us, brings us what we want to feel in our lives, we are that compass. We're the compass that shows us the way that the money follows. And this was something that this person was working on with me, talking to me about. And their fear was they wouldn't be able to give that money to their children. And what we explored together was that 
maybe this was this gift of money was the way that your parents contributed, which gave way for you to have enough money to follow even more, to expand in a new way or in more ways into the heart, into the inner being, to show their kids how you could do this and have what you need. That life, that they're worthy of following what they know inside is for them. And that is a huge gift in itself. So this is just an example of what we've been told we need to do, what we have seen people do, and what how much it was a gift to us in a way, or in many ways. And that maybe our contribution is different. And it doesn't mean that we need to do it the same way in order to be worthy. So what is our expansion? It's uniquely ours. So as we close today, I would like to leave you with an experiential to honor the women that came before you and to leave you with that inquiry of what was the expansion that happened before you that you could see or acknowledge, which gives you a ground to step forward with in your unique way. So I'd invite you to take a moment, take a couple of deep breaths. Just let some air come out of your mouth and simply feel your breath go in through your nose if that's possible and out of your mouth. Feel free to close your eyes if that feels comfortable for you or look down. So I'd invite you to imagine your mother, whoever you would consider as mother. We have so many unique setups for family now and how beings are created. So whoever was your mother is your mother or mothers, whether you know them or not. and their mother or mothers. So that would be the grandmother generation, the great-grandmother generation. And if you don't know these women, feel free to just imagine the loving or a figure or what might stand to represent them. And then see if you can imagine three or four generations farther back of mothers and women.
And feel free to fill in any women, any people who would consider themselves a woman. Aunts, cousins, any women in your life in this lineage that are here, are part of this family, your family. And just notice whatever you notice, your emotions, notice how your body is, if this is comfortable or uncomfortable, if you feel any warmth or connection, if you feel nothing at all. It's all for exploration. There is no right or wrong as to how you could feel. It's a chance to be curious about what's showing up here what your reactions are and what thoughts may be coming to. And open to seeing through the lines, through the generations, the quality or the ways of being that each generation brought forward that might be hard to do farther back, might just be loving or it might just be dark. You can see, but looking just at your mother generation and grandmother generation, you might be able to sense what their accomplishments were to simplify it, what they contributed or how they expanded in their lives? What way did they grow into their being? Sometimes you know this mentally and sometimes you could just see it if you open to it, even if you don't know mentally. What was the love they brought into the world or what was the state of being what was important to them and then look at the connection with that space in between your grandmother and mother and then your mother to you If it's possible, imagine or feel the best of the mothers, the best of the women coming through to you. Notice what there is to receive or what you have received. And if nothing else, you could say thank you for the life.
And very lastly, imagine turning around towards your life or physically do that if you'd like to. Feel them behind you. Feel the best of them behind you. Notice the space right behind you where mother and grandmother, great-grandmother and beyond, where they stand. And where you all look towards your life, your expansion, your alignment. Notice what your life brings, where you are expanding or where you're going that might be different or the same. Notice whatever happens in this space for you. Just taking it all as information, letting yourself have curiosity and compassion for whatever your reaction is. And feel free to take a moment to just think the mother line, if you'd like to. Thank them for your life. Thank them for the things they gave you or give you, if that feels applicable to you. And feel free to take those things forward with you into your life. Take the gifts and the foundation that was created. So that's the end of the experiential. And I uh, want to just remind you to check out messagesfromher.com for Rachel's project with the Oracle deck. And um, be sure to do that before the end of the month because the Kickstarter closes at that point. If you want to support her project and and or possibly receive the deck or any of the yummy um, creations that she has and yummy offerings. Thanks again for joining me and um, sending you many blessings, wishing you a lot of peace. There's a lot going on in the world to catch into to see where there's a calling or to see a piece of ourselves. So I'm hoping that there's some gentleness within you that you can find a gentleness to carry you through. That's all for today. See you next time on the Embody Podcast.